What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Stallion, how familiar are you with the concept of more hours in your active income equals more money? Oh, I'm like an expert. I lived it. I, I thought that it was the answer until I realized it was sucking the time away from everybody around me that I cared about the most. Well, that's the professional services way, right? Like if you really want to make more money, you just put more time in. More time will increase your income. That's the pathway to financial success. At least that's what we're told. That's right. And income, that's the that's the equation that I was living, Russ, and I realized that income increasing doesn't produce freedom. It only produces more kind of barriers around your life. You you make all this money and now what do you do with it? You have nothing to really use it for because the people in your life are are distant. Well, I think what happens though is that I do think you use it. I think you in the in the few moments that you get to actually spend money, you spend it you spend it in gobs, right? You yeah. you buy second homes, you go on like ridiculously nice vacations because you're trying to justify, well, I do all of this work for it. I might might as well be able to spend it. But then that just creates that hamster wheel spinning even faster. You're 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 that little hamster on the treadmill, if you will, yes. trying to figure out how to get it going faster and faster and faster, all the while taking you further and further away from the people that you want to spend it with. Yeah. And I love this interview with Roberto Chavez, our guest today. Uh, one, because he didn't have to be here, right? Roberto is one of the members of our Passive Income Mastermind. And out of the goodness of his heart, he wanted to share the story because it has made such an impact in his life to break free of that very process, that formula, the active income formula. And he's like, man, other people need to know this. Yeah. I, I, if you can't get excited and motivated about how to get out of the rat race, how to create passive income that exceeds your monthly expenses, then this episode, man, check your pulse. Like this is one of those just amazing interviews with someone that's super humble, super successful, but he is, he's just here sharing from his heart because he has seen it and exceeded. He's broken free. He's out of the rat race. And now he's, his passion is just sharing that with other people on our podcast and in his uh, social circles. By the way, don't miss right at the outset when he shares with you what that moment felt like to finally put in that notice of resignation and not be pushed out, but have the choice to leave that job. I, I don't want to give any more away, Russ. We got to get to this this great conversation with our friend Roberto Chavez. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. 
your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Muray. Get ready to flip out with my friend Roberto Chavez. Roberto, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Joey and Russ. Man, we're we're sitting at an anniversary date for you. April 2021 was a pretty impactful, pretty um, powerful day or month for you. Talk a little bit about what happened April of 2021. Well, um, I can't remember the exact date, but somewhere in the middle of April, I was sitting in my office uh, downtown at a law firm that I worked for, for uh, seven plus years. And uh, I had in my hands my letter of resignation and my my heart was beating super fast. I, it's hard to explain the, the feeling of it was a combination of nervousness and exhilaration and excitement and uh, a little bit of uncertainty. But uh, yeah, I walked over to my boss's office and I, I handed over, I explained uh, that I wasn't going to be at the firm anymore. I was happy to stay on as long as they needed me for uh, the transition over to my files and everything that needed to be done. But um, yeah, I gave in my my resignation after seven years of working there and uh, started um, to go on my own path, which was uh, my land investing path full time. And I really haven't looked back since. <laughs> Man, that's so cool. We talk about firing your boss inside our community. We have a goal, Roberto, for 100 people to be able to turn in their resignation letters this year in 2022. Man, that is such a, an inspiring story. That's something that I want to learn about how you got there. So let's start back, though. You, you said you were an attorney, and clearly you, you must have spent a ton of money to go through college and then go through law school in order to become an attorney to only in seven years say you didn't want to do it. Yeah. What led to that mindset? Yeah, like you said, it, it was definitely a journey. That That's not something I thought about going into law school or and certainly not, not going into the workforce and, and, and starting my legal career. But um, as, as time progressed and I started hearing podcasts, reading books. I, I was introduced to, to Robert Kiyosaki's book. Uh, a lot of things opened my eyes and I realized that there were other forms of, of generating income. And so I, I kind of took a, a, a view of what my life would be in 10, 15 years. And I, I could have been making good money at the law firm, but it was going to be an exchange for my time. And so there was no way I would be able to generate other income if I just stayed at the firm and, and worked um, there as an attorney. And so um, it, it was one of those situations where I just needed to find something else to do. I, I didn't like what I saw 10, 15 years down the road if I, and I mean, just things that happen, I guess, destiny. I, I bumped into a podcast where I heard about this geeky guy that flips land. And I thought, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I mean, 
it doesn't sound like that that difficult. And the more I heard the business model, the more it made sense. And so it 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 really um, lit a light bulb on my head. And I said, this is this is what I got to start doing. And uh, that's kind of what brought me into that. Path. But but why 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 was it something that you had? to do. I mean, you had went through school, you'd done all of this work to become an attorney. Why wouldn't you just continue down that path? That seems like the logical path for most people. It does. Um, and, and there's it, and I think it's a great path. And I think a lot of people would be very grateful to have that path and, and have that, that style of life. But there was just something in me that, that didn't want to keep doing what I was doing because I really wasn't seeing the results that I truly envisioned for myself and my family. And so if I wanted to grow um, on, on a financial side, I, I really needed to start doing something different. Well, so what results are you talking about that just didn't seem like they were happening? Financial results. I mean, the, so their income, income wise, or yeah, something? yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I saw the debt that I had from law school, uh, which was substantial, and the income I was receiving from my legal practice, even though it was really good, it it really wasn't making that much of a difference. And the increases that I were that I was going to see um, were going to take a long time for them to really really escalate and and, and multiply. And so it was the path I saw for myself if I stayed in that same path was a slow growth path. It, it, it was probably going to grow, but it was going to be a slow path. And so I, I didn't want to stay in that path and, and wait so many years to eventually see the growth and the numbers that I wanted to see for myself. And, and so compare that, you know, to what you saw if we can behind door number one, right? The, the land flipping business model. What did you see that was like, Oh, this makes more sense for what I want to do. Yeah. Well, the first thing I saw was the possibility of creating passive income, something that was a novelty for me. I mean, I was taught since I was little that if you want money, you got to work for it. And it's putting in the hour, putting in the sweat. And that's the only way to generate money. And that's the only way I knew how. And the land business really shed light on another form of creating income, which is you can make one sale and that sale will be generating money for the next five to 10 years, depending on how you structure it. And that to me was mind blowing. I mean, that was like, what you could, so I could buy this piece of property for $2,000 and sell it for $10,000 on terms, get my money back in one year and everything after that is great. I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I was just so upset that I hadn't heard about it before because it was, I mean, if there's people out there doing it, what's stopping me from doing it? That is a great question. What do you think is stopping people? What is it that they don't know that you now know? I I, I think they don't they don't have uh, the burning desire that I had when I first heard about it. I mean, I was looking for something, and that happened to find me, and and present itself in a way that was a no brainer for me, 
And I was really, really wanting to find something that would accelerate my financial growth. And that just spoke to me um, on so many levels because I, I had been, I'm a real estate attorney. So, so I was familiar with the concept of, of real estate transactions, but not from the standpoint of an investor. And so when, when, when I put those two things together, it, it really, really made sense. So the, the burning desire inside of you, the thing that made you want to do it more than ever, is just to get ahead financially. Anything else? I mean, it, it's it's not only the financial side of it; it's the time side of it. I mean, not now. It, the time, I, the time that I contribute to the business is for a, a business that I own and that I'm looking to grow, and I dictate my time. Like there, I don't have to show up for anybody. I show up for myself, and I I decide what my schedule looks like. So it, it was a combination of time and and money that were the most uh, were, the, were, were the greatest contributors to me moving in that direction. Yeah. So, so talk about how long it took from the point of you starting this process to the point you're sitting at your boss's desk, handing him that letter of resignation. It was about three years and I, I presumably I could have done it before three, it was three and a half years. Um, but it, it was hard and that's, that's why I, the, the story started with, with my heart beating and, and, and my hands sweating when I was going to turn in that letter of resignation, because I, I'd been so used to, to working and to having healthcare provided for me and, and having the security that every 15th and first of the month, I get a check deposited into my bank account and, and I know it's going to show up every two weeks. And so based on the numbers, I could have made the leap before, but it took time for me to also get into the mental state to say, okay, you're at a point where what you're generating in your land business is equal to or more than what you generate as an attorney. It's time for you to have faith in yourself and know that if it's been growing for three years, why shouldn't it keep growing for the next three, six, 10 years? And, and it was having a little bit uh, more faith in myself than maybe I used to in the past. Russ, I remember my dad specifically say to me, Joey, you got to go to college. I don't want you to end up like me. And you know what my dad was saying is in order for things to change, things have to change. You can't end up just like me. Well, I think, I mean, we, we as parents, sometimes we take on the burden thinking about our kids and, and how we want something better for them. And we want to know what will their future look like if I don't take action, if I don't do something different. See, in my house, I'm the role model. You're your kid's role model. And the buck stops with you. It's time to take action. If you're ready to take action, join us at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport and get started on your own journey to financial freedom. All right, let's jump back into this episode. You know, I think we could go down the road with you, Roberto, to talk about how did you do it? All the hours, right? The 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 five to nine, if you will, after your nine to five. Mm-hmm. But what I, I think was more interesting, Joey, in this what you just said there, Roberto, is that mindset. There was a mindset to say, Yes, I'm going to step out on faith that 
my business is going to keep growing. It's going to be greater. It's going to give me more opportunity than what I've been receiving with this regular paycheck. But also there had to be some discipline in there, Roberto, as you were creating what you said at the point of when you were made that the decision to walk away, you also cut your income in half because you, you, you said your, your income was equal to what you were making two or more. So you cut it at least in half. Mm-hmm. So that meant that you had to be doing something with that money that you were making from the land flipping business and not just consuming it. Right. Cause that's what, what we do in life is we, we make more money as we, you know, as I've given Joey an extra 50 cents raise every single year since we've met, like he, he spends 49 cents <laughs> of that 50, right? Like, <laughs> at some point in time, thank you by the way for that Russ. thank you <laughs> at some point in time right like you you made a conscious decision not to spend that money talk a little bit about that because i think that's an interesting part for those who are thinking about making that same leap they need yeah. to know what you did here which will help them as well yeah well i mean when i when i started the the land business i mean i started with uh I don't know. It, mu- it must have been maybe four thousand, five thousand dollars invested into land, and so every penny that I got from the land business was going right back into the land business. So um, there, at that time, there was no profit first. There wasn't. I wasn't allocating <laughs> anything into salary and and profits and taxes. Really, that, that was that's a whole another story. But. Uh, it was 100% going back into buying more land. And it stayed that way for the entirety of the point up until um, last year when I when I quit the job. And so, um, I mean, I wouldn't do it any other way because that's really what, what helped me take it to the level where it is now. Um, so there was a lot of discipline and, you know, having that income coming in and, and not spending it on a trip or, or whatever it may be. It, everything was going right back into the business to buying more land. And so once I decided to, I, I did the profit first um, simulation before I put my, uh, my, my resignation to make sure that that salary percentage would cover uh, my life expenses, my mortgage, everything that I needed to live month to month. And so once I was there and the business was gonna be able to still feed itself and there was enough coming in to still buy more land and and, and my expenses and everything that goes with the land business, um, that that's when the, the leap was made. So it was, it was a leap of faith, but it was a calculated leap of faith. It wasn't just a, oh, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> You'd measured the distance, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you knew how far how far the fall would be. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about okay. Since 2021, right? April 2021, you you handed that notice in. What's happened since then? Well, I I'll. I'll say so. I, I got married in April of 2021, so it's 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 been a year. And uh, Maria and I, we were fortunate enough to save some money. That I actually once uh, we finished, um, I put in my resignation. We took a two month vacation to Europe, which was amazing, um, thanks to to the land business. And and uh, we came back, 
And it was a, a shocker because now I had all this time. And it was kind of like, what do I do now? Like, like I need a, I need some organization. I need some discipline around my, my schedule. Um, and so that, that's been probably the, the biggest uh, obstacle um, since I, I stopped working for the firm. But uh, it's been all about creating systems now. I mean, I'm, I'm still going strong with, with buying and selling land, but it's now come to the point where I feel like I'm spending way too much time in my business and not on the business. And to make that distinction, I'm in the business, I'm still somewhat involved with the buying of the land and I'm very involved with the selling of the land. Uh, but I want to make a transition and that's what I've been working on to, to be more on the business, which is more of the CEO and have people both on the intake and the sales side managing more the day to day, uh, and which would potentially free my time to other investments or growing the company even more. So to, as, as far as the business itself, has it grown since you've had more time or has it just been more focused on the infrastructure? I mean, both. Fortunately, I mean, the, the business has grown just because of the inertia that, that the business has, uh, the systems that I do have in place, which is mailing letters, uh, making sure I buy X amount of properties each month, making sure I sell X amount of properties each month. Um, and, and so that, that has been going on and that's something that I don't expect it to stop anytime soon. Um, the the challenges on the on the systems because that does require a little bit more strategy and 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 more thought into what people I bring in what kind of compensation what roles they take on um, and so that that's kind of what what makes it a little bit more challenging but more fun at the same time. Well, uh, Roberto, we had a chance a second ago as we were sitting inside of our Club 200 calls, which is our passive income mastermind. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't heard us talk about Club 200, you can go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash Club 200 and, and, and get a little more details. But we were talking about that. We were talking about how do you build those systems? And, and we were kind of uh, saying, who would we like to spend a half day with? And you talked about Dan Sullivan. Talk a little yeah. bit about why. Dan Sullivan would want to be somebody that you'd want to spend a half day with. I mean, he, he wrote the book, who not how, um, if you're not familiar with it, anybody listening, that's, that's a great book because it, it talks about the change in mindset of finding people to do things, not you learning how to do things necessarily, but finding the who, not the how you go about doing a certain process or a certain task. Um, and so, it, it, those things, I don't think, at least not to me, they don't come naturally. I mean, I don't think I was ever taught in school to think in that way. Um, I mean, we could have a whole conversation about the current school system, which I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but you don't come out necessarily thinking like a CEO of a company or, or an owner of a company. And so, uh, to, to be able to, to know that it's going to be painful to, to grow a company, but you need to find people who know how to do things better than you do, which there are, 
many people that probably know how to do anything that I do much better. Uh, but but trusting uh, that system and knowing that you can find those people and and put them into place to to help you grow. I mean, that's just a whole different mindset change that uh, I'm still working on. And if I could spend a whole day or half a day with Dan Sullivan, I think would would help me greatly. All right. So I, I do have to ask you brought this up and I don't know if you noticed in the community a couple of weeks ago, I kind of opened this can of worms too, because I have a, a junior in high school who's, you know, trying to figure out what she's going to do next in her life. And the world tells her she needs to go to college. And her dad is like, nah, I don't think that's what you need to do. Right. <laughs> so I, I do want to ask, right. And we all have taken our own journey to get to where we are. Right. Joey, both Joey, I, and you all went through college. Yet we're all now entrepreneurs doing things that I think we would all say that we it didn't require a college degree to do the job we're doing. Now, it may have influenced, but what would you, if you could go back, right, and, and talk to yourself right as you're getting ready to make that decision um, and knowing what you know now, what would you have said? Would, would you have still taken the same exact path to get to where you are? Um, or, or would you have done something different, you think? You know, it's a it's a tough question because I mean the reality is that the path I took is what led me to where I am now. So it's it's one of those where would I change it? And if I change it, maybe I'd be better off. Maybe I'd be worse off. Who knows? Kind of what what roads uh, I would have taken would have given me a different destination. But I I definitely would have um, encouraged me to to look at other. Th- I mean, to look at things outside of of the, the, the normal school curriculum. Um, I, I would have exposed myself to Robert Kiyosaki way earlier. I would have exposed myself to the infinite banking concept way earlier, uh, get a head start there. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of things that for whatever reason are not shared and not talked about in your normal school curriculum and, and, it's a disservice to, to all of us, regardless of the career path that you take. I mean, these are things that uh, doesn't matter whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or whatever it is. These are things that are helpful to anybody in any career. So I, I would have exposed myself to more of those things if if I could go back. So talk, talk a little bit about this, Roberto, just somebody who's been successful building his own career outside of the, uh, the attorney world, moving into land flipping full time. You've just recently joined our passive income mastermind. We call it club 200, right? What was it about this group that you said, yeah, this is a fit for me. It seems like you've already had success. Like what was it about this group that was attractive to you? I think the people in the group have a similar mindset that I now have, uh, having gone through what I have. Um, it's it's people who are looking to find other ways to create passive income. It's people who are thinking outside the the normal ways of generating money, and I I, I sympathize with that. And it's not easy to find people close to you and your family or your close friends that that think that way um or at least that even necessarily they might think that way but they don't have the time maybe to talk about them or or really explore them in depth and finding a community of people who are like-minded in that way 
I mean, to me, it, it, it's a no-brainer. I mean, they say you're the average of the five people you hang around with the most. Um, and if I can hang around with people that that are doing way better than I am, but have a similar mindset, then what better place to be? Man, so well said. I think we need to end with that, man. That was amazing. Uh, you know, lots of times our guests come on here and share ideas with you. And there's a, a you know, they, they have something that they're they're sharing, a, a business or something that they're in that uh, they want you to take part of. Roberto, you came in here with just giving mentality. Like there is there is no company. There is no coaching program. This is just your heart sharing what you've experienced and, and you want others to know about that. And I appreciate that about you. Very excited uh, to get to know you more. I'm excited as we get um, to Austin here with our, our passive income retreat we're doing next month in May uh, to spend some more time with you. Thank you for sharing with our audience. This has been great. Yeah, thank you for having me and thank you for, for giving me the platform to share this. I mean, if this resonates with anybody, at least one person to take action and start doing and moving in, in that direction, because it's something that it's also um, a burning desire of theirs to, to do, uh, then I'm, I'm happy to be of influence. You, you may be the very person that uh, helped get you out of where you were um, you know, years ago. So that's, that's so cool. Thank you for being on here. And by the way, if you're that person who this is resonating with, take this, share it with somebody else. Like don't keep it to yourself. Um, rate and review the podcast so other people can find us through this massive algorithm that exists out there and help us to get this message of financial freedom um, out to the world. So thanks as always for joining us and we will see you on the next episode. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.